It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, guys, you can chalk this up to a story that the mainstream media definitely won't report. In fact, this report that I want to talk about is something that I was sitting here reading, and I thought, you know what? Let's walk through this together because this is horrendous. It was actually released over a week ago, and yet, where are the headlines? Very, very few headlines. A couple a couple of right-wing publications, conservative publications, pro-life publications picked it up, but not many. What I'm talking about is Planned Parenthood's annual report. Now, you might be thinking, Liz, it's October. Why would Planned Parenthood issue their report in October when they usually issue it in January or February? Well, that's a great question, isn't it? They delayed releasing this report. This is their 2020-2021 report. They delayed releasing it about nine months later than they typically do. Why? Well, if you open it up, I think the answer lies within it. So like I said, I was reading through this, seeing what it is that Planned Parenthood is hiding and how they are lying. And I thought maybe you would want to walk through it with me. So this is what I find in here. Total abortions committed by Planned Parenthood in the 2020-2021 fiscal year, 383,460. It's kind of hard to fathom, isn't it? Usually in my mind, when there's a big number, I think of stacks of books. Like, okay, yay high is 10 stacks of books. Yay high on both sides, 20 stacks of books. An entire bookshelf is maybe 20, 40, 60, 80, 100 books. That's what I do with pieces of legislation. Like when they say there's a thousand page bill, I think like, okay, well, how does that equate to my bookshelf? I don't know how to do that with abortions. 383,460 babies were killed by Planned Parenthood. There's no way, there's no way for me to, to imagine that because they've been reduced to this horrendous number instead of the people there. This is the most abortions Planned Parenthood has ever committed in a single year. Maybe that's why they delayed their report. This is 1,050 babies that were aborted by Planned Parenthood every single day. Doesn't this just make your skin crawl? It's like, I literally am getting a bad taste in my mouth. Their number of abortions increased dramatically from the year before, 30,000 additional abortions in the 2020-2021 report than in the previous ones. And this will not surprise you, I don't believe. It didn't surprise me, but it is very jarring to do the math. I did the math really quick before we got on here. This is not something that they brag about in these terms. The number of adoption referrals from Planned Parenthood compared to the number of abortions, they commit 200 abortions for every one adoption referral. Imagine if they tried to refer for adoption for every single woman who came into their clinic if they actually encouraged adoption instead of trying to profit off abortion. Planned Parenthood, I know it's very trite and cliche to say Planned Parenthood is the biggest abortion provider in the country, but they are. They're a business. They are in the business of blood money. They committed 41% of total abortions in the U.S. So imagine if they were not getting taxpayer money. Because this is the thing. A lot of even Republicans look away from Planned Parenthood because they think Planned Parenthood doesn't get taxpayer money. They think the Hyde Amendment, which prohibits taxpayer money from being used 
on abortion, from being used to fund abortion, they think a lot of Republicans, and certainly Democrats perpetuate this lie, a lot of Republicans think that Planned Parenthood doesn't have any money of your money, of my money, taxpayer money, because of the Hyde Amendment. That's not true. It's not true at all. Because what the Democrats do when they're in charge of Congress is they just use accounting sleight of hand. It's just shady accounting. They don't give a dollar directly for abortion, but what they do is they reimburse Medicaid that reimburses Planned Parenthood for maybe other services, and Planned Parenthood uses that money to create this gargantuan operation whose single-minded goal is to commit as many abortions for profit as possible. And here's how you know that this is a, a, an abortion business, too, if, if there's any doubt in your mind, which I doubt that there is. But when these reports come out, it is kind of just a refresher course for all of us to be like, wait a second. We hear the name Planned Parenthood a lot. We're all pro-life. We're anti-abortion. But this fight, I mean, this is happening right before our very eyes. National Review, this is what National Review writes. In the 20 years, in 20 years, the number of abortions performed by Planned Parenthood affiliates has increased by an astounding 80%. During that same period, prenatal services offered by Planned Parenthood have declined by more than 43%. That's not a coincidence. That's a specific business structure. That's a business plan that's scaling your business. What did they decide to do to scale their business? Increase their abortions, decrease their prenatal services. So how much revenue did this, how, how much does this place make? They claim they're not a for-profit business. So when I call them an abortion business, they claim, no, no, we're, we're not, we're not for-profit. $1.7 billion in revenue they pulled in in 2020 and 2021, according to their report, which I'm reading right now. They have $2.1 billion in net assets. That's an increase actually from the year before. The year before they had $2 billion in net assets. So even though they're not supposed to be for-profit, somehow they're increasing their net worth. They're stacking up all this money as if they are a for-profit business. Here's the real kicker though. So $1.7 billion in revenue. Guess how much of that is from the American taxpayer? $663 million. That's almost half. How is it that it can be illegal for U.S. taxpayer dollars to go and pay for someone else's abortion, yet half of the revenue of Planned Parenthood, the largest abortion business in the country, half of their revenue, almost half of their revenue is from your paycheck, from our wallets. It's their largest single source of income, you and I. This just makes me angry at Congress, honestly. Because Congress is the one who has the power to stop this. Congress is the one that has the power to defund Planned Parenthood, not just saying hashtag defund Planned Parenthood, not just saying, well, your abortion, your, your dollars don't go directly to pay for abortions. Money's fungible. Like, do you think we're stupid? We all understand that if you give Planned Parenthood $10 for some other service, that frees up $10 that Planned Parenthood can use to advertise their abortion business. Your money is being used as part of this multifaceted abortion business, right? They claim, of course, Planned Parenthood claims that they perform other services, but let's read that part of their report because it seems like Planned Parenthood is a big fat liar. So 
the Charlotte Lozier Institute, their uh, pro-life research institute, they say, and I quote, since 2010, total cancer screening and prevention services have dropped at Planned Parenthood by 74%. Prenatal services are down 72% since 2010. Contraceptive services are down 41%. So much, by the way, for the argument that the left says, oh, people don't use abortion for birth control. It's just when they get pregnant unintentionally and it's a critical emergency of the baby and the mother. It's health. That's what they always say. No, it's not. The vast majority of Planned Parenthood abortions are elective abortions because of the convenience, for the convenience of the mother, because she doesn't want to be a mother. She doesn't want the inconvenience of a child because she didn't, she didn't prevent pregnancy. In this year alone, 2020 and 2021, according to Planned Parenthood's own report, cancer screenings and well woman exams each fell by 30%. So then you have to wonder, so this, by the way, let me back up for a second. So Planned Parenthood also pretends that only 3% of their total services are abortions. You've heard this talking point. And the way that they reach that talking point, they want it to look like abortion is not a big part of their business, which you have to ask why. Why do you care if abortion is the largest part of your business? If you claim abortion is totally fine, which the abortion lobby claims it's totally fine. They say you should shout your abortion, no stigma on abortion. Why do you care if the largest part of your business is abortion, if abortion's totally fine? While Planned Parenthood does care, they try to make it seem like abortion is just a smidge of their business, but it's not. So what they do is when a woman goes in for an abortion, they actually claim that it's like 10, 12, 15 services that she receives. So a pregnancy test is one, your vital signs is another, you know, a pap smear might be, or they don't do pap smears, what am I talking about? That your vital signs might be one, your, um, your counseling for birth control following your abortion might be another. All in all, all of the different things that they do when you go in for an abortion, they count as an equal service. When really the, the, the service that the woman went in for is an abortion, so that should be the primary service. It should only be counted, well, what did you go in for? And everything else is just additional. It's just supportive services. But they count each thing equally. So blood pressure, equal to pregnancy test, equal to counseling about birth control, equal to the abortion. And they do this with like 10 or 12 different things. So when a woman walks out of the abortion clinic, Planned Parenthood's records show that she had about 15 different services, which means that abortion is only a tiny, tiny fraction of what they claim she came in for, even though what she came in for was an abortion. So that's the background on their shady accounting. They're lying. They're sleight of hand. They're trying to make it seem that they are not an abortion business when they are an abortion business. And they tout their other services. They say, well, people come in here for other things. They come in here for cancer screenings. They come in here for birth control. They come in here for well woman exams. Their numbers show that that is in fact a tiny, tiny part of their business. They have, however, when I saw that their cancer screenings and well woman exams fell by 30% again, I thought, okay, well, how are they going to continue this claim as shady as the claim is that only 3% of their business is abortion if they're, if these other numbers are decreasing, these, these quote-unquote other services are decreasing while abortions are increasing. Even if you continued to use their shady algorithm, you would still see an increase in the percentage of their business that's abortion using their, their standards here. Well, my answer, all you have to do is turn the page. You turn the page and you find that Planned Parenthood has debuted another service which is a huge revenue for them, a huge, huge profit maker for them. And that is the prescription 
of transgender hormone therapy. Hmm. Maybe we shouldn't be surprised that the same institution that profits off of butchering children in the womb also wants to jump into the game profiting off of butchering children outside the womb. In the 2020-2021 fiscal year, Planned Parenthood provided 15,902 transgender hormone-related services. Think about those boys and girls who came into Planned Parenthood troubled, confused, ill, needing help and asking for help. And what did Planned Parenthood do? Planned Parenthood helped butcher their bodies, chemically castrate these boys, render these girls infertile, put them on the path to permanent bodily mutilation and infertility and regret and harm. The fact that Planned Parenthood is embraced by the Democrat politicians in our country, when you look at their report in this bold way, this bland way, it's actually an outrage. It's hard to believe that it's real, that this happens in our nation. And by the way, the number of abortions that they have reported, we actually don't even know if that's an accurate number because there is no standard, there's no law that requires them to report an accurate number of abortions. They're just doing this because. So we actually don't know if it's accurate or not accurate. They could be aborting way more babies. Who knows? But the one thing that we do know is that Congress can act. Congress can prohibit our taxpayer money from going to Planned Parenthood. They can prohibit taxpayer money from reimbursing a business based around abortion. And I'd like to clear just one thing up right now. After the Supreme Court issued the Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health ruling that overturned Roe v. Wade, the left went into overdrive. The left used every Democratic politician, every Hollywood celebrity, every mainstream media pundit, every news outlet that they possibly could to perpetuate a false narrative. The false narrative wasn't even about the act of abortion itself. Of course, Planned Parenthood doesn't want to talk about that. The false narrative claims that it's a losing issue for Republicans to be pro-life. It's a losing issue for Republicans to fundraise off of Roe v. Wade being overturned. It's a losing issue for Republicans, even in their home states, to advocate for abortion bans. And the reason that, that Planned Parenthood and Democratic politicians and everyone else perpetuated this narrative is because they wanted to stifle speech. This has a chilling effect on the speech of Republicans. Because Republicans, we like to think that they fight for us, but they're not always that bright. They're scared for their seats. And so we see this, we see this being effective, this tactic that was deployed by the radical left. We see this being effective because Republican politicians aren't actually talking about life issues. Now that Roe v. Wade's been overturned, they're almost embarrassed about it. They're like shading their eyes and being like, yeah, 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 like it's done great, that's wonderful. But they're not fundraising off of it. They're not talking about what a victory this is. They're not talking about fighting the next fight, which is at every single state legislature. They're afraid. They're afraid to fight this fight. But it's actually a lie. It's not, there's, there's no polling, no statistical evidence that when Republicans are staunchly pro-life that that hurts them at the polls. 
In fact, the opposite seems to be true, especially when it comes to fundraising. If a Republican candidate is sincere, accurate, non-hyperbolic, and staunchly pro-life, they raise a lot of money. Congress can take action. Republicans in Congress have courage. You shouldn't make decisions based on whether you should keep your seat, but even in this case, you're not going to lose your seat because you fight back against Planned Parenthood. Let me read that number of abortions to you again as motivation. 383,460. That's more constituents than you can possibly imagine. Defund Planned Parenthood. This organization is evil. This, this, is, this is what I was doing, guys. This is what I was doing. I'm sitting here reading this report, thinking these things. It's heartbreaking. It truly is. We are up against a formidable enemy. We have to fight like we understand that. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.